to the haunted chapel. It's like church, but for metal. Here are your hosts, John Araya and Brittany <laughs> Elliott. All right, welcome back to the Chapel Podcast. This is episode two. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thanks for coming back. I'm John Araya. And I'm Brittany Elliott. Here we are going to discuss all things metal. Johnny and I make heavy metal furniture, and I've been tattooing for 15 years, and I've had the great pleasure of showing Johnny my great craft of tattooing in the last couple of years since COVID made touring crazy. But um, yeah, you can follow us on social media platforms at The Haunted Chapel and thehauntedchapel.com, and you can check out all of our work there. We've made tons of tables together. Mm-hmm. And I've been tattooing forever, so you can see tons of my work. And come get an apprentice tattoo from Johnny. That's right. Did yeah. you website too? Yeah, my website, website. is bztattoo.com. You can see thousands of my tattoos and email me and book an appointment. That's get right. Your own. So, yeah. And uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube or subscribe. I think it's the word. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe. And like. We'll be posting our episodes up there. And maybe some clips of like stuff that didn't make it into the audience. Bloopers. Yeah, stuff that didn't make it into the show, like little outtakes and stuff. Our first guest um, this week is, is awesome. Metal Mike DeLeon from uh, Flesh Order. Insight recently joined Insight, and uh, you might know him more from Philip Anselmo and the Illegals. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked to him for a bit. He's a he's a good guy, amazing guitar player. Great friend of ours. Great friend. Good guy. Uh, positive and funny. Uh just so cool. You know, he's a cool guy. And uh, he recently became, uh, became our show buddy. Yeah. We, shows uh, are back. That's right. Shows so are nice. back. We went to so many shows with him, right? Yeah. In the past couple of months. Man, we've gone to so many shows like in the last six weeks, and mm. I'm not complaining. It's awesome. No, no, like, no, oh my awesome. God, this is the most shows I've been to in two years, in the last two weeks. So that's been really, really cool to see all our friends back at shows and just going to shows again and banging yeah. your head. And I had a couple of bad bangovers. I'm not going to lie because I'm a little out of practice. <laughs> well, you, I don't think we talked about how you almost broke your neck at the Misfits show. Yes, that was years ago. But yeah, man, it's been it's been great to get back uh, back to going to shows. Starting That's with right. Cannibal was our first yeah. Cannibal course was our first show back. Well, uh, actually, Cannibal was the first show we uh, first show we went to see with Mike recently. Yeah, yeah. we saw first... In Human Condition a while back. Yeah, they were amazing. Yeah, up in Austin, and I think one of the first shows that we went to go see was Philip and the Insemmels here in San Antonio. Yep, they did the Pantera set, That's and right, it was amazing, set. and it was sold out. Sold out. What San Antonio a, went a crazy. Great, a great show. That yeah. was, it was awesome. That was amazing. We didn't even know it was going to sell out. Dude, I was I like mean, a kid again. We, when we got there, you know, we showed up. Look, we were there kind of early, I guess. Yeah. Um, For once. But uh, it was, we showed up like, well, okay, cool. And it. It was seemed kind of like empty or like half capacity for a little while. Like, man, I was like, was this promoted well? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone know about this gig? They got it. Yeah. And then sure enough, man, like it just filled up and it, it sold out. We had no idea. Yeah. It sold out. Which yeah. Was really it was cool. amazing. It was cool. Philip's voice was like on mm-hmm. point, That's man. Right. It was, it was unbelievable hearing all those Pantera songs. Yeah, Everyone was just good. like, they sounded it, great. It was just silence. There weren't any drunk people like, you know, mm-hmm. talking shit or anything. Everyone was just banging their head, just, you know, the crowd was silent. <laughs> the crowd, band was just on it, fire. It was so you know? loud. It was they were amazing. singing along to almost like every word. It was yeah, really cool. It was, yeah, it was great. So that was cool. This, that was like one of the first shows that we went to. Everything started opening up, like being normal again. Yeah. But uh, Cannibal was like 
was the first show that, that was we, great. we hung out with Mike, and that was awesome. Yeah. That was a great show. Heck yeah. He had his son there, and his son's banging his head <laughs> and learning how to headbang and got to hang with George and our buddies, our buddy Chris. We call him Junk Pockets because mm-hmm. he's always got a lot of junk in his pockets. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Uh, uh, Corpse Grinder pulled the winning ticket for our last giveaway. He sure which was, did. He was nice to do that for us. That was he's really so, cool of him. He's Thank so you, awesome. George. Yeah. Yes. He's Thank rad. you, George. Corpse Grinder. Go get his new album. It's an amazing album. So that's, um, yeah, that was like our first couple of shows back. Yeah, Campbell was the other. Or then our next show uh, we saw Mike at was at the Priest show. Yep. With, with Queens Reich. And that was fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Well, we did have front row. That was Thanks so to cool. our friend hooking it up. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Our friend John. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you, Goss. Yeah, Goss. That, was, that was so cool. It was awesome just to be in the front. Holy smokes, man. I don't think I've ever been in the front row at a concert like that ever. Mm-hmm. I've always been like up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, you're or, behind the scenes. Well, I mean, like when I was younger going to shows like right. as a teenager, I was always up in the nosebleeds. Yeah. And I never I never got to sit up front in the show. Like, wow, that would be awesome to sit up front. Cause they, Especially you know, for health. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you got the guitar picks and the drumsticks yeah. and shit like that. But Heck yeah. It was so cool watching Priest and uh, Queensryche were amazing. Yes, too, they man. were. That was, that was my first time seeing Queensryche. And that's like one of the first bands that... My mom introduced me to. My mom was like all into Queensryche when I was a kid, Dawkins and Queensryche and stuff like that. So that was really rad seeing them. And we got to meet Todd Latour. He was yeah. awesome. What he was a, so nice. What a nice guy. Yeah, we met really him cool. backstage with Mike, and he was just chatting with Mike. And I was like, man, I got to snap a picture of those two, just hanging out. It was a, that yeah. was a really cool moment. That was. Yeah, he was he was really nice. He, we talked to him for fuck what like fifteen twenty minutes or something. He was awesome, super humble, down to earth. Mm-hmm. Man, his voice was on fire. Yeah, I he mean, sounds really good. Yeah, it, he was just he was on fire. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That show was amazing. So uh, as Queens right, they finished right. So Todd Todd walks off stage and he looks at everybody and goes, like <laughs> like your tattoo. You read his lips. He's like your tattoos. Like. Oh, heck yeah. Maybe I'll get a tattoo him one day. All right. Yeah. I gave him my card. I was like, come get tattooed. He was like, I think I will. I got this old Queensryche logo. I was like, yeah. So Mike's like, no way, homie. I was like, yes. So we had, man, we've had just some amazing times manifesting that posse energy. Uh, And priest, priest came on and uh, they were amazing. Of course. Uh, and the big surprise was was when Glenn Tipton came out. That was all awesome. smokes. That was so cool. He just comes out with his hammer, his old school hammer. And I cried. It was great. I cried. I was like, wow. Yeah, it that was, was awesome just... to see him out there just shredding. He's still playing. Just remembering seeing those music videos as mm-hmm. a kid, just like, wow. And then Same Halford dude. and him, like, you know, hold, like, next to each other laughing, and Halford has his arm around him, and you're just smiling. Pure love. Yeah, yeah smiling, like, man, you know. And then Richie Faulkner's just shredding it up, and yeah. Andy, just all of Faulkner them. Faulkner coming back after all that, after all that uh, medical. No, he had a heart he had attack. A heart attack and right, yeah, right. he was just um, like nothing happened. Didn't skip a beat. They were just. It, it was like every band we've seen lately has been so on fire because I feel like they're like so hungry for it. Yeah. You know, like everybody's just been like ah cooped up. You know, so it's awesome. So yeah, that was great. And Rob Halford blew me a kiss. That's right. <laughs> Halford's walking down stage like, and he's like pointing at everyone like. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Then he sees Brittany. Goes. He saw my kitty. <laughs> he saw my kitty. 
<laughs> you like cats. Mike and I both turn around and look at Britt like, whoa, did you kiss? I had a very lucky day that day. I got a drumstick from Scott Travis. I got an Andy Sneap pick and I got a Richie Faulkner pick and I got a kiss blown to me. I can die happy. That's right. <laughs> Thank I, you, Dad. My angels are shining on me. And I had a chili dog. Yeah. <laughs> First one in a long time. It was good. You earned it. Actually, babe. Mike and I had chili dogs. Yes, so you did. It was pretty good. And then, <laughs> did you see, like, after the, because he didn't eat the whole thing. He left part of it in the Did pack. you eat the rest? No, he left, <laughs> he left it in a little basket on the seat, right? You know, I think it was a friend. Or, and yeah, she, she stepped right on oh. the seat. <laughs> I wish I had a, a, a photo of the, oh. the smashed chili dog on this front row seat. Man. Right? So that, that was pretty funny. Oh, that was a great gig. That was a really good one. And then, uh, that was great. What was the other show that we hung out with Mike again was the I Hate God Clutch show, which was also amazing. That was amazing. The COC. Was he there? I know he was at ministry because we got to see Leticia, his awesome wife. I thought he was at... Was a- I know he was at ministry. Oh, but maybe I'm just using it with ministry. because We've seen so many shows. It's yeah. awesome. So yeah, we saw I Hate God, COCs, all our friends. I Hate God and Clutch COC was amazing. Mike yes. wasn't, I yeah, Mike wasn't there. We didn't hang no. out with him. No, we saw our, all our buddies. Show. Clutch were amazing. I've only seen Clutch a couple times, but every time I see them, that energy is just like Pepper, raw. They're awesome. Pepper and... Woody? Woody and... Jenny? Jenny and Jimmy Bauer and yes. um, Mike Williams and yeah. Gary. We got to see all our we got friends. To see everyone. It was really cool. Yes. And it was a good show. Soaking up all the love and everyone's healthy and happy and getting back to normal. It's good vibes. It's really awesome. Get, didn't get to say hi to the clutch guys, Tim or, or uh, yeah. Neil. They're good dudes. Or, yeah. uh, or um, JP. They're good guys. They were, they, were, they were amazing too. Clutch was awesome. Yeah. They sounded really good. Neil's great. It's always sounds the same. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great front man. Pure fire. Pure so, rock fury. That's right. So the next gig we saw Mike at and was next, ministry. Yeah. That was, he was there. That was right. Yeah, Letty's a huge ministry fan. So she yeah. was just, she was banging her head the whole time. She right had the, the most beautiful long hair. Next so. to Wedge. Yeah. Uh, Wedge let us hang out by the soundboard. Thanks a loud to, show. Thanks to uh, Reed too for that. That was a, that was a nice hookup. Yes. Thanks, Reed. We appreciate it. Thanks to all but our friends. That was a great spot there by the soundboard. Heck yeah. Uh, hanging next to Wedge and uh, and watching Leticia just rah, just raging and yeah. Mike too. They're just like just being yeah. a teenager again. Like yeah, that was they were ministry was really good. They sounded hell great. They were yeah. loud as hell, but they sounded really good. Amazing. Yeah. Melvins. Melvins were amazing as mm-hmm. always. Yeah, they were so good. They're awesome. Do you think it's like that aluminum? Buzzo guitar that made him just like. I think it's his hair, outer man. Space. It's his hair. Yeah, that too. I mean, you get a hair like that, you're gonna be fucking awesome. You can rule the world. Yeah, you're gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. Hell play. yeah! They were really there. That was a great show. Okay, yeah. have you guys heard of Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum? Because they're pretty amazing. You need to check them out. Mike didn't go to that show with us. We <laughs> went, the two of us went down to Houston to go check them out. A friend of ours got us a couple of tickets for that. That was crazy. Us. And uh, if you ever watched uh, Dexter, what's the uh, C. Michael Hall? Um, Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was C. Michael Hall. But C. Oh, never mind. So Mr. <laughs> Hall, also known as Dexter, sings for this He's a front man for this band called A Badass uh, Princess man. Goes to the Butterfly Museum. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea about this. We just found out like within like the last month or Our two. Our friend that told us about it basically bought us tickets at the time she told us about it. She's yeah. like, 
he just announced a tour. I bought us tickets. We're going. And this was a couple <laughs> months ago. We're like, hell yeah. And we kind of did forget about it. But, you know, it was a while away. And then it came up and we're like, oh, my God, we might meet Dexter. This is crazy. And obviously, maybe he's trying to ditch that Dexter persona and be yeah. like, all right, next chapter of my life, which I, I so. yeah, it seemed like it because, yeah. man, he's a badass. Like, he's channeling himself now. And he's that was killer. But on that note, we should introduce our episode with Mike. Because it's awesome, and we got a lot of info to share. That's right. Uh, yeah. Mike, uh, Mike DeLeon, good guy. And uh, here, here's our interview with Mike. Enjoy. Enjoy. Fuck yeah. Oh, man, you got the fucking, you got the Dean going, Brad. Yes. It is the 30-year uh, anniversary of um, Vulgar Display of Power. 30 years of that album. I mean, wow. it's it's so crazy. It's crazy. And uh, Philip has been doing a bunch of press, uh, getting ready for the, uh, just just like getting ready, you know, just just doing his thing, uh, celebrating the anniversary of the album. So I wanted to bust out the Dean yeah. and, uh, and represent, you know, for, for Dime and, uh, you know, the power groove that was uh pantera and uh you know man just just have some fun with it brother for sure man yeah hell yeah that's rad man is that a dean you got on there on the v there too yes this is my new dean right here uh oh yeah i just i just signed over with dean probably about um uh probably been about three or four months now since i've been with dean now and i've been rocking uh these two, these two guitars, and it's been a, uh, it's been a total, total blast. And uh, the, the green one I nicknamed Avocado because my little boy, <laughs> you know, I, I, Naomi saw it, and he was like, he looks like an avocado, Dad. And I was like, that's it, avocado. Naomi. And then this one came in a little bit after uh, I got that one, and I named, I, 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 I have a name for this one too. This one's Salsa. So I got salsa and avocado. It's brown and green. <laughs> so, it's, so if I ever need a guitar, I know which one I'm looking for right here, man. Hey, that avocado is badass. He's not wrong when he said that looks just like an avocado. Yeah, it does. It sure does. It has that really green outside and then like that lime green inside. It's super rad. I like your shirt there, Brittany, representing the illegals <laughs> right That's there. Right. Yeah. Rock and roll. That's, That's one of my favorite long sleeves right there for sure. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Represent Metal Mike. That's right. Represent. Brad was like, sure, oh, represent yeah. tonight. I'm like, hell yeah, babe, represent all you want. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, fucking man. cool. Sure. I really uh I really feel honored to be a part of the show tonight. You Heck know, yeah. on uh on behalf of fucking Texas Metal right. as a whole and uh all the Vatos locals of the world you know what i mean and uh it's just cool to be hanging out hanging out with you guys y'all y'all right. are you know you're just real close and just family to yeah, us man. right man. here so it's uh you came you know, to my dad's memorial that's very special yeah tonight. that was nice that was awesome oh yeah definitely i was really glad to be there it was good it was it was a good day that day it was a fun day right all right so i want to welcome uh mr mike de Leon. the one and only metal mike metal mike the shredder Shredding yes. here is uh shredding on his deans there. That's that's pretty rad. Yes, uh, man. He just got to deal with them like not too long ago, recently, right? Yes, I just uh, I was with Jackson Guitars. You know the whole backstory. I was with Jackson Guitars for for probably about three years, and yeah. um, 
things were good. You know, uh, they had some great guitars. I, you know, I lo- love the Jackson guitars. But uh, it was just time to 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 make the move with Dean. And uh, Dean has been super super rad to uh, to work with. And um, my, I want to send a shout out to my boy Chris Canella. Oh boy, yeah. Man. And uh, he, he he was actually also Eddie Van Halen's like right hand man for a while, you know, doing guitars and stuff too. So you know, just just, just got to hear some cool stories from him, and uh, and wow. uh, it's just, it's just been rad working for Dean. And you know, Dimebag was uh, a big Dean guy, and with us doing the the Pantera tribute sets with the Illegals, it just kind of just made sense to uh, make the transition over to over to Dean, and it's yeah. been awesome. The guitars are awesome man like they yeah. sound really really good the the dime pickups are fucking screaming for days you know and uh it's just been it's been a a, a total blast man so like i was telling uh, uh johnny a second ago is the 30 and a 30 year anniversary of pantera's a vulgar display of power <laughs> that is just like it's honestly for me a texan kid monumental you know yeah. such a very monumental album and yep. where I was at, you know, in my time and in my life when that album entered my life. So it's it's super rad, you know, to just just to be jamming those songs. But with this with this week, I wanted to make sure I busted the Dean out for for tonight, represent for uh for Dime and the and the groove and the sound and the tone and the influence yeah. that he brought to uh to so many to so many guitar players across the uh across the world and still to this day still leaving his mark on metal and yeah. you know so it's it's pretty awesome it's pretty yeah, cool I mean, what a uh what an amazing guitar player and uh just like uh his his style um bringing that bringing that glam flash to the blues adding the yes. blues scales and all that stuff all together it's just you know he was amazing and, and tragic man I, I remember hearing the news that he, he that would happen you know uh I was sitting with mom, and she she freaked out because it said uh, famous musician attacked on stage, and she freaked because uh, my brother was out on tour, so she just automatically assumed, ah, I'm, I'm my son, my son, you know, I'm like, oh, mom, just relax, you know, let's get the news first. But, Had your mom ever met Dunn? Uh She probably did. Yeah. She probably did. Yeah, I'm sure she's she's met so many so my many rock stars. I was part of the rockers, man. It was you were either <laughs> rockers or freaks. You know, they were kind of crossover the rockers and the freaks. And you had like yeah. the, the kickers and the jocks and stuff. But yeah, man, it was that was a sad day for the rockers in high school. We were all just like, man, because like you said, Pantera, that was life. And, and growing up as a Texas kid, I'm from San Antonio. Are you from San Marcos? I'm from born and yeah, raised. Born raised. Yeah, I'm San Antonio, so 45 minutes down the highway, man. That was just worship on the radio yeah, all the it, time, and it, it was. And and you know we're we're right around the same age, mm-hmm. so it was just like, you know, being high school kids, yep. and it just being like, you know, if you were into rap, metal, country, everybody knew Pantera. Yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain degree, everybody, you know, even the jocks and the country dudes, they were jamming walk. You yep. know what I mean? They were jamming cowboys from hell on their rides. You know, so it it was definitely a big loss for for so many. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the morning, the following morning after just going to work, and I worked as a forklifter at my job, and uh, just getting the news from my boss, who had no idea. 
he just said, hey, j- j- you know, just like just like the mom is like, hey, I heard I heard some musician, you know, p- passed away last night. It's all over the news. And it was like seven in the morning, seven of the following morning. And I logged on to Yahoo and there and there was the news. And it just it hit me like a ton of bricks. I just remember, yeah. it just, you know, I never got to meet Dime. I got to meet the other guys. but I just never got to meet Dime. And, it, you know, watching the home videos, it was like uh he was all our best friends, you know, it was like, yeah. you, you just saw the outgoing dude. He always was. It's just like, you knew the guy. Cause he was just so such an outgoing personality. So, uh, so when I, when I read, when I saw the news, I mean, just immediately bawling, just crying, you know, cause it was like my best friend had passed away yeah. and, you know, it took a few days for many of us, I'm sure to really, realize what was going on and 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 everything but uh you know you know like i said his legacy definitely lives on and 30 years celebrating that album you know along with all the albums that that pantera released you know it's just it's just a um a stamp in the metal world that metal (laughs) you know lives on and that album lives on and those songs and those tones and tunes live live yes. on forever. So it, you know, in 30 years from now, when it's 60 years, we're still gonna be <laughs> celebrating yeah, for that sure. album. You know, that album right. right there. So it's it's really really cool. It's awesome. Hey, on that note, before you start your question, so Mike, if you if you could go back in time and tell like say 15 year old Mike Davion <laughs> that he would be playing guitar with Phil Anselmo, what would you? What would you think as 15 year old? Yeah. Like, wow. Would you even think that was in the realm of possibilities? I, uh, I would have never have thought I've, I've been asked this a couple of times throughout, throughout, throughout my day, you know, if I ever thought this would ever, ever happen. And, you know, I was a 15 year old kid going to see Pantera. My pops took me to see Pantera. Open nice. for Black Sabbath. Yeah, I saw the reunion show at the Alamo Dome with Incubus. It was Incubus, Pantera, Black Sabbath. And Pantera came out and opened with Domination. And I was up in the rafters, you know, way up in the nosebleeds, looking down, you know, thinking, thinking to myself, I would love to be on stage just in any band, just be on stage playing to this crowd and going fucking nuts. You know what I mean? But to have thought one day that I'd be playing those specific anthems, those metal anthems, you know what I mean? They're just more than more than just songs or anthems to the the world. You know, I would have never, ever believed it. I would have been like, you got to be kidding me. You know what I mean? There's so many other people in the world to have told 15 year old me, that's going to be you, you know, one day, you know, living those songs on, it would have just been, uh, it would have been something to really look forward to. I would have been like, "What are you talking about? I can't wait." <laughs> but at the same time, I would have just it would have just been incredibly just shocking. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, would have been, it would have been it would have been wild. But uh, you're, you're helping it, carry that legacy. You're doing like 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 I tell people, it's been a dream come true being a you know a Mexican Texas kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just you know, and like I, I try to keep it real. You know, with all the vatos and and just with everybody. You know, just try to. And, and, you know, especially with with Pantera, you know, growing up, I try to bring back that vibe, especially the vibe, you know, just let's, you know, let's party, let's enjoy the music, let's have fun, let's mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company, you know, even if we're on stage, let's, let's, let's jam and, uh, you know, but at the same time with Philip, 
we have to be dead on, you know, with the music. We have to be on point, too. We, we can't take it as a joke because yeah. these are, you know, really big songs. So it's it's a really fine point, but I still try to bring, you know, just that old let's have fun metal vibe. It doesn't have to be so serious and so, you know, metal. It, ha- it, it could still be metal and still, like, smile and have fun <laughs> and, and enjoy, you know, enjoy the... The, the the songs even with the illegals just having fun and and being cool and just bringing back that old dime bag vibe what what he always had he just he just he just always had that hang out let's have fun smoke some weed you know yeah. what i mean and and play some guitars so that's that's oh, definitely yeah. what i what I still try to bring in that era and that realm, you know, and try to just try to nail it as best i can so it's cool it's been it's been a dream come true Awesome. So, how old were you when you started learning? When you first picked up the guitar and start picking at it, what was? This? I was when I first picked up the guitar. Is a good question, brother. Uh, three years old. <laughs> From three years old to forty years old now, I have never put it down ever since. I've always Whoa, dude, always picked three. up the guitar. At three years old, it was an acoustic guitar that's probably sitting in my living room if it's the same wooden guitar or it's at my dad's house. Nice. And it's just an acoustic guitar. And it was just <laughs> the first guitar I picked up. And then at eight years old, I went to a pawn shop, got my first electric guitar. And then it was just on and on and on and on ever since then. But, uh, you know, my dad was taking me to concerts when I was I went and saw my first concert at four. It was uh, April the something, 1986. We went and saw Stevie Wonder at, oh, the, uh, boy. at the Frank Irwin Center in Austin, Texas. And it just I was four. I was a little kid being walked <laughs> into this gigantic realm of rock and roll. And it was just uh, Stevie Wonder. it was a great, great experience. And I kind of remember some of some of it from that night, you know, yeah. seeing seeing Stevie and all his crew you know, and him being surrounded by his homies and he was there, you know, laying it down on everybody, you know what I mean? Awesome. And that same year, my pops took me to see Cinderella opening for David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh, and he had shit. Steve Vai on guitar and uh and uh homie on bass. Oh uh, yeah, uh Billy tall, Sheehan, Billy Sheehan yeah. yeah, and then uh, Greg Bissonette on drums, and I was still four years old, and I was over here seeing Steve Vai playing a hard guitar, and it was just show after show. We we were just going to see rock bands, and uh, it was just instilling in me, you know, all this music, just music he was pouring into me, him and my mom, you know, pouring pouring into my life, and uh, it's just it, you know, all sorts of music. It's not just metal, everything, you yeah. know what I mean? So. It's it's been good. It's been so great. so who was a who was a big influence on your guitar playing? So so Philip laughs at me when when I answer this question because he he hates his guitar player. Oh, no. I personally love CC Deville from Poison. You know like all right. That was nice talking to you, Mike. No, I'm kidding. Actually, CC Deville is an awesome rock and roll guitar player. It was the eighties, man. Yeah, he was a great guitar player. Like, I'll always, you know, to the bone, stick with that answer. CC was, like, <laughs> was, was the dude that just, yeah. you know, with those licks, those licks that he had, you know, they're so clean. And he could be on a clean guitar tone and still just destroying, you know. So uh, he was a big one. And right behind him was definitely Eddie Van Halen. Just Dude. being a young kid, you know, and hearing Panama, Eruption, You Really Got Me. You know, all, all those songs. Another one was Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to see them at a really young age. 
and just being fed all those Joe Perry bluesy twangy riffs, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then as I got older, you know, Jeff Hanneman, Dimebag Daryl, yeah. Kirk Hammett, you know, the list goes on and on. And even more death metal, we could go with like guys like um, Eric Rutan. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Eric. From like Hate Eternal, Morbid Angel, Cannibal yeah. Corpse, and uh, just so many guys. But like those were those were some good ones right there. That definitely was like you know definitely paved the way. Carlos Santana, you know I can't leave out Carlos, man, because Carlos was another one that my pops was definitely spitting that greatest hits at me, and I was like, damn, these are some good yeah. songs. <laughs> You know what I mean, and and that and, must be a South Texas thing, man. My dad was all Eddie Van <laughs> Santana, Santana just old school, man. Evie Ray Vaughn, you know, yeah, Stevie yeah. Ray was another one. Just mm-hmm. for Texas versus Texas dudes, he was just another one at a young age. I remember when he passed away and being in my mom's Bonneville and going to second grade and hearing the news over the radio oh, that. Boy. Texas legend had passed away in an in a airplane crash and just being a little kid and just hearing the news over the, you know, the intercom, just it stuck in my head, you know, just yeah. not really knowing too much about him then, but just hearing the news about it. I remember, remember where I was at in the car and everything yeah. that morning. It's pretty wild, but yeah, Stevie Ray, another big one for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. That yeah. guy was, did you ever see that clip of him playing and his tech swaps out his guitar mid mid solo or something? Did you ever see that clip? Yes, yes. He's in Austin, Texas playing, and he breaks a string and, like, switches out something, and then it's like he just doesn't miss a note. No. His his tech was right there, swapped out that guitar. If if you blinked your eye, you would, like, what? Where's that? Where did that string? It just automatically, like, magically repaired itself. Perfect. Yeah. It was just like it just, it just. He kept on going, you know, and he was probably partying that night. He was probably feeling good and, you know, doing his thing and just so, so on it still. You know what I mean? So such such a good guitar player. Yeah, there's guitar heroes are are very few now. You know, you got got like the Zach Wilde, I think is maybe the last of the the big guitar heroes, you know. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of guitar players that we don't know of who just shred, but I mean, as a, like, like an Eddie Van Halen or a Randy Rhodes or, a, um, you know, then there's Zach Wilds, like, you know, amazing. Yeah. Like I would say, Kurt, uh, 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 Dave Mustaine. Mustaine. Oh, yeah. Dave Mustaine. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I yep. mean, I, for us guitar players, Alex Skolnick, you know what I mean? Alex, he's kind of underrated almost, you know I mean? He's such a great guitar player with his jazz influence that he's mm-hmm. got going on. You yeah. know what I mean? I would, I would say even Skolnick, you know, there's, the, yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of them too, you know? Yeah. On the, on the level of like Eddie Van Halen though, you got, you know, there's Zach Wild, man, the guy, right. I saw that, I saw that dude on motorboat. He was, he had an acoustic guitar and he was shredding. He had an overdrive on it. He had a wall pedal. I'm like, dude, he's just bending those strings like they're butter. Like, wah, 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 wah. like how you do that on a 13 gauge giant blade steel? Yeah, <laughs> I saw him recently Amazing. in uh, San Antonio, and he, at the end of his set, he had a guitar duel with his other guitar player, Dario, who's an amazing guitar player as well. Kind of overlooked because Zach, he's in a band with Zach, yeah. but his guitar, his other guitar player, just as good as Zach. I mean, he's fucking on it. And they had a guitar duel at the end of their set. They went back and forth. And they ended the set with both of their guitars over their heads, back and forth, just like, you know, just another level guitar playing. And it's just like, 
for us guitar dudes in the crowd, everyone's just like eating it up, man. Just like yeah. absolutely loving it because it's just they're really they're showing us what's up. It's, yeah, it's, now it's like uh, now they're just showing off, man. Hey, look what yeah, I can yeah. do. <laughs> 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 with, their teeth, you know what I mean? with their teeth, yeah. Yeah. Zach, yeah, I would say Zach is one of definitely one of the the last few really really big guitar guys. You know what yeah. I mean? For sure. Yeah, because but then yeah, in Mustang. Yeah, Mike Mike De Leon here. Well, Mike, oh yeah, man, yeah. dude. I'm trying to I'm trying to do my thing for sure. That's right. Holding it down for our generation. That's yeah, right, just man. There, just you know, coming out swinging and doing my thing too. Coming out there and, and playing dimes parts, man. That's that's got to be like you know, get that bottle of like my lanta there on the side of the stage every night. That's that's some pretty big shoes to 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 fill in there. Britt and I were talking about. It. I was like, man. Had you going on stage and have to do these dime bag riffs and solos, man. It's like all this pressure, but I mean, you nail it. And the stage presence, you guys. It's true. You're insane. I definitely appreciate it. It means it means it means a lot. You know, you know, coming from you guys, and because you, you know, Johnny, I know you were there for a lot. You know, you got to see a lot of that. You know, so it just, you know, it means a bunch. You know, just you know, just trying to do my thing. Like I said, have fun. Yeah, dude. But except. My 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 Lanta is just a big old joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The J's work, but it doesn't help the acid indigestion that, you know, oh, that sure, the Mylanta covers. Yeah, sure. Especially so, uh, chicken wings, man. So so other than guitar influence, what, what like musical influences do you have? Like bands that inspired you to want to like start playing and like to shred or – was there like a, a metal? Was just metal? I mean, is there a particular genre? Or was this wide open? Oh, let's see. It was kind of wide open. Like I said, it went from Stevie Ray to Eddie Van Halen to all the death metal to Slayer. You know, it was Metallica. It was a little bit of everything. Uh, just, just going to all the concerts at such a young age and really seeing all the live feedback you know i went and saw motley crew on the dr feelgood tour so like being an eight-year-old kid and seeing you know all the debauchery going on you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just like you 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 want to you know I, I just i just was eating it up you know and just mm-hmm. i really i really took to it as much as i can throughout school throughout high school was always into music i was in band all you know, sixth grade through my through through my <laughs> senior year, I was in band every year, and then on the drum line, I was on the marching field doing. Oh boy! You know what I mean? Playing yeah. the snare drum out there, you know, and all that <laughs> really teaching me rhythm, teaching me all the teaching me to stay in that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know it at the time, but it really, really was helping, man. It really yeah, was. And, the timing. And then after after school finished, it was just like, what am I gonna do? You know, just. just cook some food and write some metal riffs you know what i mean let's, <laughs> let's 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 join a band and see what happens and then you know little by little things picked up but it was always just the love of uh guitars and it was just music in general it could have been uh it could have been the duran duran backup funk you know going oh, on yeah or or yep. you know or uh some you know some cannibal corpse you know it it was all there and and it all had Guns and Roses, Slash, seeing all that Slash, at a young age, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. Slash is another really good one for the guitar players, yeah. 
You know, he he's kind of underlooked, you know, nowadays. But he yeah. he definitely still there, and he's he you know he, he he's a great guitar player. So you know, all that was just eating it up, and just really wanted to play live guitar. And then you know, obviously, Dimebag entering my life it was just Texas. Yeah. You know, it was this Texas metal, and that was it. You know, being a senior and then reinventing the steel, just coming out was just like boom. It was just <laughs> perfect timing, man. So. So, so would you all so would you say that that reinventing Silver was kind of the the album that made you want to start a band or play in a band? Uh, I was kind of pretty much in a band already bef- even before then. Was that yeah. um uh, not disfigured uh, being killed? Uh, What's being that, killed? Okay, being killed was in a band that I probably did about eh, fifteen years ago or so. Yeah. It was a little side project band that I did with some guys from. Um, Cattle decapitation. Oh yeah, Robert. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave, Dave was that was his band, and uh, I got to do some recordings for for his project. That would that that being killed. That was that was a lot of fun. It was a short little live project, but it 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 was cool. It it it, it did some stuff. So it was it was pretty cool. And then uh, I was also in in uh, in a band called Mod yeah. for a while, uh-huh. and uh, and that was a lot of fun. It had its ups and downs, but it yeah. it, defi- it definitely helped shape my guitar playing when it came to uh, riffing those old mate old old '80s metal riffs too. So that was a lot a lot of fun too. Mod, yeah. How was how was a uh, Milano to, to play with or or work with? Um, it depends on his mood. He could have been in a bad. <laughs> he, he could have been in a good mood. It it, it, it just depends. But. He, <laughs> Like honestly, uh, when I get asked that, I always say it was like going to um, rock and roll school, and that was the professor because mm. I was just a punk kid, honestly, before I joined Mod, and right. he really helped shape shape you know shape me up. He he told me to do this, he told me to do that, and things I really didn't take the initiative on my own at the time. You know what I mean, and. And now I understand what he was telling me, and right. and I I get I get it. So it was it was it was a good learning a learning experience. Um, and uh, you know he took me around the world for my first time. I never got to experience that, so it was cool to to nice. see Europe for the first time, and yeah. and you know get to see that part of you know the world that I had never seen. Being this Mexican dude from <laughs> you know Tacoville over here, be, you know being able to to see it as to, to see something else was really really cool so it was it was a good experience and uh a lot of fun and that's how honestly i got to meet the illegals for the first time was we crossed paths at a festival in in uh, germany and it, it was just fate 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 happened this one particular day and uh it's just been it's been awesome ever since uh, so you were gigging with mod when you met uh uh philip and the and the guys and the dudes. Yeah, yeah i was i was gigging with mod and uh the story goes, I was warming up with just playing some death metal riffs, like as as our sound check. I was playing, so I was playing some of my own, you know, like some of my own death disfigured music and whatnot. Yeah. And, and the illegals were standing side stage. They were standing over there, kind of just watching, watching us, you know, getting ready to go on. And I guess they were already starting to look for a new guy already at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just playing my thing, and it was kind of what they were getting into was a little bit more extreme, extreme music. Right. And uh, hung out with Steve, the other guitar player, that afternoon, and he was from Texas. I was from Texas, and we were like, "What do we? You know, we were just a couple dudes meeting for the first time ever, and we were over in Germany. So it was, it was, <laughs> it was a really cool experience. Yeah. And then, that's great. 
you know, a few months later, they, you know, hit me up, you know, look, and seeing if I was interested. And at the time, I was working at a fast food spot in San Marcos, making, <laughs> making Italian food, the spot called Fazoli's. And I remember getting the phone call and just like tripping out, freaking out. Like, what are you play with Phil and Samuel and the Illegals? I already had jammed the album and whatnot. So yeah. it was just, you know, I'm there making fast food, Italian food, pizza and stuff. So to get that phone call, it was, it was, it changed my, my whole life <laughs> around, you know what I mean? For forever, you know? So, so you, you get, you get that phone call and you're all looking at all your, I quit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Okay, so while we're while we're talking about food, you you like to cook. We've noticed that you like to cook. What are your favorite things to cook, Mike? Oh man, Johnny knows my answer on this. One of my favorite things to cook is gonna be this Mexican dish called fideo. Oh, really? Fideo, yes. I'm a really, really. Uh, I, I can cook a bunch of good food, but one of my specialties is I can cook some mean fideo, uh, chicken wings. I can cook a chicken, <laughs> chicken fried steak. Uh, like, here in town on my off time, I'm a manager of a kitchen. I run a kitchen here, here in San Marcos and, uh, I open the kitchen every morning and I run it every day and, uh, I get to make food every day and then come home and I get to go to my studio and hang on my family and write music. So it's a mm. great balance to keep me busy but i'm i'm still cooking i'm still out there you know doing my thing working my nine to five making making some food managing a spot and then writing music and uh just just waiting to get back on the road here hopefully uh yeah real yeah. real soon you know i'm ready re yeah. i'm ready for it you know definitely okay so real quick mike right we, we talked to you earlier for a second to make sure this worked the video right and then i was like man i gotta do a drawing of mike Making his fideo, man, because I fucking love fideo. And every time you post that, I'm like, damn, I want some fideo. So <laughs> I did a little um, 20 minute version of this is Metal Mike. What? <laughs> <laughs> Metal Mike's fideo. That is, that is so wild. <laughs> it, is, it says it's tasty. So it's tasty. I it, love it. It looks amazing. So good. So anyway, this was just um, for the podcast. We're gonna make a little metal mics video. Um, maybe maybe you'd be willing to share your recipe yeah. with the viewers. Maybe not, but yes. this is for you a little metal mics video because every time you post it, we're like, damn, I want a bite, man. I am I am gonna make y'all some video here. <laughs> y'all are gonna be blown away. I'm gonna make y'all a big pot. Y'all are gonna come over. Amazing. We're gonna enjoy an afternoon, and uh, I'm gonna make y'all some fideo. It's gonna, it's, it's, y'all are gonna absolutely love it. I'm gonna, it's gonna be tasty for yeah. sure. Okay, one of my first metalhead friends, her name was Sarah, and her mom made fideo, and that was my only, my only friend that I, that I, <laughs> I had ever had it at her house, right? And I had a white family, so you know we had just basic, you know, just whatever mac and cheese, mac and cheese, <laughs> mashed potatoes, yes. Mayonnaise. Whatever, you know. Like, Damn, man, I want some fideo. I'm going to Sarah's house. So uh, Sarah's mom, anytime I would come over, she would make me fideo because she knew That's I loved it. That's good to hear. That's yeah. That was my grandma. My grandma always made fideo, you know, just I remember my grandma making just the best fideo, you know. So awesome. I just I just come, you know, just, just to just try to just do my own. But it's 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 absolutely delicious. So I'll hook you guys up real soon. <laughs> okay, that yeah, drawing was, was awesome. I like yeah. how the eyes were all red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We'll get that to you, that's man. Great. This, that's this great. is all you, Mike. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. That was my so we're going to get your recipe, and we're going to have it, like, in the description. So you'll okay. have ingredients and, you know. I don't know how you are. I don't know how accurate you are, like with like teaspoon of this or a teaspoon of this or yeah, a pinch of this or. But we're gonna we'll get like a fideo recipe for you and we'll get that going. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, Mike's Mike's metal Mike's fideo. Metal Mike's yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna call it a pork chop fideo because I put a little bit of pork chop inside Uh, my uh, fideo, so it's you you're eating it and it has these little bits of pork chop in it. Just, it's absolutely delicious. So I'll send it to you guys for sure. Yeah, we'll get that. I'll, that'll be on the description there. Your metal <laughs> mic. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we got your Fidel recipe. I'm excited. It's gonna be good. <laughs> so uh, we know that you just you get recently got married. So congratulations again. We were there, man. We were there. So yes. Lots of fun. Man. So much fun. That was great. I'm so glad y'all were there. It was yeah. an amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing night. I honestly didn't know. Uh, you know. I didn't know what to expect. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was my, my wedding, but it was, I just wanted it to be fun for everybody. I wanted everybody to walk away saying they had a fun time. It was great. You know, and, and, yeah. uh, I, I hope everybody did. And cause, because we absolutely had a blast and it, it, it took at least a couple of weeks, maybe three to actually come down from the high that what, that it was, cause it was such a, such a good time for for us that we were like man it, we were just really feeling the vibes there for a little bit afterwards so it was it was a good time it was good it's been great that yeah, was fun it was fun watching your son Naomi he danced from all night since when the ceremony was over he just got it up he got up and started dancing right away and and didn't end he kept going until you guys left at the end of the night he was boogieing, man he didn't yes. stop Yes, and it was it was so fun. It was so good to watch. I'm like, man, where's this kid getting all his energy? He was all sweaty. Yes, yes, he was so sweaty. I he love was it. Cool. <laughs> like like his last couple of days, he's been doing the robot around the house. <laughs> it's, been, it's been real cool seeing him do his thing. He's you know he's in he's into the music too. He's definitely he's definitely about it. So it's cool. It's fun. Yeah, it was funny. That was great. It was definitely a fun night. Everybody everybody had a lot a lot of fun. It was it was it was a good time. It was a perfect size, you know. You didn't have yeah. it wasn't too crazy. It was like everybody was friends. It was just it was the best time. It was awesome. Yeah, it was totally good. The food was good. The yep. jam were great. Everything was smooth. It was good. It was a nice little nice uh, ceremony. Everything went good. Yeah, we got to meet your your uh, your brothers in flesh hoarder that night. They're all we're all sitting together. And your dad, man. And your dad. He Holy was, smokes. He, he was just oh, the best. Man. He reminded me of my dad so much. It's old school Texas, man. But so outgoing. Yeah, outgoing. Yeah, he's all about the fun. He's having the, I get all my craziness from that Vato for sure. <laughs> he's so cool. He's cool. That's right. Yeah, he seems like he was just funny. He was like, John, man, you're great, man. I love you, man. I'm like, man, I just met this man. And he's like, I love you too, man. <laughs> He was you cool. Son, you did you did a pretty good job there with this with this kid, man. This shredder he over here. Proud. Yeah, he's that very proud, proud, Dad. He's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, he that's is. Pretty. He really is. He is. Where can people find you? Like, where can people find your other bands, uh, Flesh Hoarder, and just just see you play? You know, where can they find out about all your music? Okay. Um, you could go find like Philip and the Illegals. We're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram, and anything 
uh, Philip Housecore related, you can go to thehousecorerecords.com and it'll have anything uh, any of the bands got going on with when it comes to Housecore. And there's usually something going on. I know Philip has some stuff coming up with Down mm-hmm. here in May. He has some gigs coming up. So you can find yeah. some information at thehousecorerecords.com. Yeah. They also play in a band called Flesh Holder, you know, yeah. from, uh, from San Antonio. Austin, San Marcos, Texas, and um, we just put out a new album out uh, late last year, and um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as as well as Bandcamp, and we have all our all our music on Bandcamp. But I'm also going to be joining full time here with another band called Insight. Yes. With, um, with Richie Cavalier, my homeboy L, and my homeboy Lennon from Austin, Texas, and uh, I'm going to be jamming with them here. You know, I I did four shows with them filling in as a fill-in last July. Last year, yep. Yeah, it was awesome. Four sold-out shows, and we we got to open for El Nino, and Mm -hmm. it was it was a great great experience, and um, it was just really good metal songs. Just having a good time playing some old school, swinging out, you know, coming out swinging metal. Yeah. And um, uh, so they asked me to join, you know, if I wanted to join full time. And all my downtime, why I, I, you know, you know, not going, nothing going on with my other bands. I am taking on some insight, man. And I right. already wrote a couple of full. I wrote two full songs for them and sent them a couple of songs and said, uh, "I this is how serious I am about you know joining y'all's band. Here are two brand new songs I just wrote for you guys. You know what I mean? And they're a couple of old school bangers, man. So, nice. uh, you know, I was, I was." excited to do that and um and you know we, we have some stuff lining up hopefully here real soon too so i'm really really excited you know to officially make the announcement here you know mm-hmm. within some time but uh you know they got a new album coming out and we got some stuff lining up too so just trying to stay busy man trying to stay busy and with the illegals we definitely have uh, a new album we are you know we wrote a we have a lot of music demoed already that we've been working towards the new album we just got to go through it get it uh you know recorded for real and hopefully that'll be out real soon i know philip's been busy with stuff he's been doing you know and whatnot too so just trying to stay busy man and and keep it going and and, and play as much metal as i can man that's right yeah how did uh how'd you go about meeting uh insight or richie how'd that go about well my band flesh holder opened for insight a few times in the in the local area you know we got to open for them in austin a couple times and Mm -hmm. uh their 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 guitar their drummer uh, Lennon is an Austin dude and, and we've you know we've oh, okay. we've come across each other you know in, in the scene and whatnot but um right before COVID right right when COVID hit we were in Mexico City with the illegals with Insight and we went our separate ways and the world kind of changed after that and uh, then they just hit me up asking me if I wanted to wanted to jam i've always been cool with richie every time they've i've been around them we've always smoked a ton of good weed yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? he loves to smoke weed and yeah, he does. Smoke, you know what i mean big weed smokers so i love it and uh you know so just cool dudes and you know they yeah. they asked me to, to 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 join you know to help out and um i took it as serious as i can i learned their songs just like just i would learn the pantera songs yeah you know, i took it serious and i I came out swinging as hard as I can with those guys. And like I said, it was a lot, a lot of fun. 
And uh, so to be joining full time should be a total blast. They're definitely some road dogs. So I'm ready to get back on it, man. And hopefully, hopefully be uh, jamming with them here soon and be able to announce some more stuff with them here soon, man. So definitely excited about it. Yeah, that's great, man. That's killer. So uh, we know you've been on the road. You know, your first uh, first major tour, I guess, was with M.O.D., Yes, did, did, you know, did, did, did definitely did some big tours with MOD, you know, just us headlining and, and you know, being able to, you know, to do like a f- my first big run was definitely with MOD and then doing it overseas was just on a whole nother level. But yes, w- w- my first good run was with, 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 with those guys. Hell yeah, that's great. So this segment is called uh, Road Scars. Uh, what's your best scar and how'd you get it on the road? Good one. I was talking about this one today, and, you, <laughs> and and you might remember this also. But I got a good size scar right about this area right here. Whoa! It was, it was the third show on the Slayer, the final Slayer run, and I got ejected from a car. I got thrown from a um, a, a Hemi. What do they call it? Like, oh uh, yeah, I remember that dude was driving around the parking lot, right? Yeah, I that. driving in a park in the parking lot, and the dude started off-roading, and I, I got that. flung from the car and oh, hit right. the rolls, and it was bloody. I was scraped up. I walked away, and we opened for Slayer like four <laughs> hours later, Damn. and it Man. it was it was really really <laughs> scary because. I remember, like, he told me, shut the door, man, make sure it's shut. There was no seatbelt. And I remember it shutting. And then he just started off-roading, didn't tell any of us, and then did, like, a Yui. And as soon as we he did that Yui, that door opened, and I went, I got ejected right out of that car. And the, the crazy thing is, is I had the whole thing filmed on my GoPro because I was filming on my GoPro as I was every day of the tour, you know, I just was filming everything, you know, and, and the whole video, you know, is, is on my Facebook, but you could see the, you could see me being flung, you know, from the car. And, you know, that was definitely the scariest thing I've ever been through when it comes to like stuff on the road. And we've seen some stuff, you know, but I've never been ejected from a car. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's and then a literal road for, scar. You know what I mean? A totally yeah. road scar. That's and crazy. That's, you know what I mean? And and I thought, and then I remember afterwards, Carrie talking to Carrie, and he just slapped it and was like, "Oh, you're all right." And walked away. <laughs> Standing there, like in a in you know like bandaged up, all like you know, and and then we got we had to go play like three hours later, and it was just. It probably wasn't my best show. We got through it, you know, but uh, it was definitely my, my, you know, my, my number one when it comes to road scars for sure was was that right there. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. I was telling you, man, yours, dude. It could have been so much worse. So much worse. Had there been another car or just like a light pole with a cement thing, if I could have been thrown into something, it was. And then, like, I put the video online a year later to the day, and I said I'd never talked about this. Nobody really knew about it, but this happened to me a year ago. You know, only only the tour tour people really yeah. knew about it. I never went public with it, but my wife Leticia, she was she still she hates that video. She does not like to watch it. You know, because it's it's nothing. 
outrageous, but it's definitely something that it's not really cool to watch either. You know, it's scary, I mean? man. Yeah, it's scary. You can <laughs> yeah. hear me talking in the video about like, like just like what I'm saying is just like some just like what the fuck. It just just it's just not good. You know, you can hear me whispering some things, and it's it's all on camera, and it's that that was for sure my number one road scar, man. Wow, that's a brutal road scar. Thanks for that. Who's gonna ever top that? No, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, and then that's we opened for fucking Primus Ministry and Slayer like later, so it's still <laughs> metal. <laughs> you still metal played, man. Metal to the bone, literally. That's literally. To the bone. Oh, Hell yeah, uh, that's dude. awesome. Wild. Well, Mike, thanks for the conversation, man. It was good talking to you. Really appreciate oh, that. Man, I honestly had a blast talking to you guys. Like I said, you guys are family to us. Y'all were at the wedding. It was it was that's right. Such, such a good night, you know. And thanks for uh, having us. I'll uh, got you guys covered on some fideo as soon as soon as possible. <laughs> and uh, just thanks for everything, man. Honestly, <laughs> I love, I love it. <laughs> It's so good. It's so close. She whipped that, she whipped so, that thing up in like five, ten minutes. Man, I'm like, oh my god, that's yeah. rad. It's so good. A good version. But it's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> yes, I could, I could keep talking for hours and hours with you guys. Yeah, same here, man. Same you know, here. So, so, so much, you know, so much. But John, while I have you here, yes, I just sir. want to say I, I love you, bro. When I was on the road with you, man. You know, it was an honestly an absolute treat and honor to oh, be yeah. on the road with you guys, to be on the road with you, yeah. and to wake up every morning and to have that routine and that bond of just hanging, smoking a little weed, That's and right. just reflecting on life and whatever was going on for that day. You know, it was it was it was awesome, man. You know, and I do it again in a heartbeat. You know, with with any with any of us, man. And uh, yeah. it, it, it was a, it was a good time and. Uh, Brittany, me, and Letty are gonna come see you soon. Yes, that's right. Ink. Yes, yeah. and get some Please ink do. and and get some Vato Loco ink for that's sure. That's right. You know, that's right. You know, but uh, much love and thanks again for having me. Having me, guys. I that's wish Brittany right. was here too. Tell her we love her. And yeah. man, thank you, Mike. This was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, anytime, you guys. I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all be safe. Yeah, yeah, we'll come see you play soon. Yes, Fideo on me. I'll see you. Yeah. All. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, Bye. you guys. Thanks, Mike. Raiders. Awesome. <laughs>What's up, you guys? Mike DeLeon here, Philip H. and Salmo and the Illegals, Flesh Hoarder, Insight, many other bands. Gonna give you a real quick rundown on how to make my famous Metal Mike's Fideo right now with the recipe, the rockin' rules, and what to do to make it, man. So you're gonna start off with a box or two, depending on how many you're gonna feed. Fideo. Secret sauce, Sazon Goya, that flavor, the orange box. And then you're gonna need some onion powder, some salt and pepper, some garlic powder, and some ground cumin. So you brown your vermicelli in a little bit of vegetable oil, I would say about a half a teaspoon of some vegetable oil, or maybe a teaspoon of some vegetable oil. Get it uh, nice and toasted. Add um, a good amount of water, probably about a full cup, maybe like a 15, 16 ounces of water, you know, like a 12 ounce can, a little bit more than a 12 ounce can of, uh, of water right into your, your pan of fideo. To cover the fideo, you're going to want it to be like about, eh, 
halfway to three quarters of the pan of water with all your fideo in it. Add some tomato sauce, which I forgot, awesome. Add about a half a can of tomato sauce, one packet of the Goya, salt and pepper as needed, you know, to your desire. I, I like to put a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, you know, give it some flavor. A little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of cu ground cumin, and my onion powder. Mix all that up, let it come to a nice little, like a sizzle, like a nice little boil. And then uh, you cover that right on up, bring it down to like a little, like a little bit of heat, but not much heat, and let that simmer down for about 12 minutes. Don't touch it, don't stir it. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a little bit of an orange looking soupy um, fideo uh, rock stew looking thing you got going. All you gotta do is give it the 12 minutes, turn off the heat, rest about three or four or five minutes, and then you are ready to serve. And you got yourself some good fideo, bro. It's gonna change your life forever. It's so good. Thanks again to John and Brittany. That's a big inside scoop right there on the fideo rockins. If you need any tips, hit me up on my socials. I got your back. Thanks again, you guys. Awesome. So what'd you guys think of that Fideo recipe? The Fideo recipe sounds great, but I think the Fideo drawing was amazing. Aw, thank you. <laughs> you know, we were about to do the interview and I was like, I got to draw a little metal mic drawing, man, for the podcast. And... He's known for his Fideo. It worked out. It looks really good. That's right. It's, it, it came out. I can't wait to like get that on. It has to be put on a shirt or something, man, or a sticker. We'll work on that, digitizing that artwork for you guys and getting y'all yeah. some. Uh, if Mike's willing to share the tangible copy, maybe he'll have them at future flesh hoarder and insight shows. Just make some, we'll guys. make some stickers, some decals. Yeah. Maybe like stick it on his guitar stickers, or something. Right? <laughs> That'd be great. Fideo recipe. Uh, Fideo. Mike's Fideo. Metal Mike's Fidel on his guitar, like a little sticker. That'd be great. Thanks for tuning in again. Hope you guys enjoyed our banter and talking with Mike. We have a super special guest for y'all next episode. He is one of the godfathers of metal. That's right. And without giving too much away, I have worshipped these records um, basically my entire my entire life being into metal. So you guys don't want to miss episode three. That's, That's right. all I got to say. You've known this guy for a long time. It's I pretty epic. You'll enjoy it. Yes. Well, thanks for tuning in. And remember to stay heavy. And, and stay haunted. haunted.